stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We're back in on a Friday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. Utilize it. We'll catch up with some text and we'll take some of your calls here in this, in the second hour. So let's go. Let's do this. What do you think, Jake? Nuggets and six? Uh, I, I'm not going to go as far as George <laughs> Carl is, but I'll take Nuggets and seven. Nuggets in seven. I think they can absolutely beat this Damn. team, uh, but it's going to take everything that they got. Okay. Nugs in six. They get it done in Denver. This is a good team in Denver. I just, I, yeah, maybe it is the Warriors, but Jokic can just take over. We saw it last year against uh, yeah. uh, not Phoenix, like a dominant defensive team, and it just tore them up. I it, think he can do it again. Everyone is yeah. getting carried away by what Golden State was was not is it's been a long time since that team has won a championship uh and not only are they many years removed from their last one but their age the wear and tear on clay thompson's body steph 33 can't stay healthy and draymond missed a lot of the season too there's no reason to believe that golden state's the same team are they still good? Are they still dangerous? Yeah, they proved it this year. You know, they're better than they were last year with the depth. And they're formidable. They're not dangerous like they used to be. And I think the Nuggets have a chance to go take care of business here. So Nuggets in six? I say Nuggets in six. They'd have to finish it out here. I don't think they can go win a game seven on Golden State's home floor. Okay. You know, it'd be just too much, a little bit too much pressure. I think they can get it done in six games. I like here. it. Yeah. I like that. I mean, again, that's just what I want. I don't know if I really believe it in my heart. I'm just telling you guys. I'm, I'm kind of lying to you guys. Um, No, I'm not really lying to you guys. They, they're The Nuggets need to take a lot of the pressure they got to take a lot of the pressure off of um, – I don't think they have that kind of – I don't think they're feeling that type of pressure because it's – there's – they're not in a position that anybody really believes to go make a run at an NBA championship. But if they could somehow maneuver their way to the Western Conference Finals, it'd just be a glorious achievement. It'd be powerful. It'd be huge. And it would lay the groundwork down for everyone to uh, believe the Nuggets, which Jamal Murray and another piece would come back next year and have a chance to be like the Phoenix Suns are this year. It's like that. It's the Nuggets time. It's like their time. Um, Golden State won those championships when Steph was in his late 20s. Clay and Draymond were in their late 20s. Those guys are in their 30s now. The Nuggets are set up for the next couple few years. So let's go make a run at this thing here and lay the groundwork down for a 2022-2023 NBA championship. That's what it's got to be. Yeah! There, I said it. What do you got for me? Um, you know, I, I think you're you're on the right track. You know, they 
could have a you know a decent run here. You know, get past the first round. You'll have to uh, play Memphis in the second round, which might be a buzzsaw. But uh, even if you you can take Memphis to a you know a seven game series and and be very admirable in, in a loss. I still think it's a very successful season for the Nuggets to you know build that momentum for next year when they're fully healthy and they can uh, even. I think they still even have a shot against Memphis. They're very green. This is going to be their first, uh, you know, actually their second playoff stint. But you know, they're still very young. And if you get past Golden State, Memphis is not you know unbeatable. So who knows? Maybe this this Nuggets. Uh, no, Memphis Nuggets is team, not unbeatable. They got to get to the next round of. You know, they got to get to the next round of the of the playoffs themselves. Right. You know, there's a lot of. I don't know. It's really up in the air. I think it's the West is for the taking. I think Phoenix is, has a spot in the Western Conference final, but I'm not sure against two. Like, totally. I don't think it's Golden State. I don't think it's Memphis. But then if it's not those two, then who's it going to be? The Nuggets or the Mavericks? Right. So I just, despite everything that's happened, I don't think that the Nuggets are really any less of a team or any less talented that and you know what I hope too? The Nuggets have to work so hard, like I said, almost play such like a perfect brand of ball because they're not as talented to beat some other teams. I hope that effect carries over into the playoffs and is, you know, take some of the pressure off of them. I don't I mean that's just words I'm saying. Uh as opposed to Luca have to have a huge night and yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the work that the Nuggets have put in here in this regular season, what it translates to in the playoffs. Game three, Jamal comes back. That would be something. First home game of the playoff series. Plays 22, 25 minutes, gets you 15 points. The juice. It's the, two or three threes. He'll be extra juice, and then the atmosphere will take away from extra him thinking juice. about his, his knee. Uh, why does everyone think he's thinking about his knee? Why isn't he back? What else could it be? I have no clue. We don't know. It has what. to be a mental thing, right? Not necessarily. Again, there might have been a setback. They had to cut his knee open and put knives and things and screws and you know uh, screws. I don't know what they do with the knees and legs. No, not screws, but they're chopping you. Yeah, they're cutting you up. Yeah, it's not always just going to go a dissection the plant. of the knee. Yeah, ugh. ah, yes. Okay. How dumb is Jason Kidd? Uh, why? Lucas hurt. He's not going to play in the f- first game. Mm, for pushing him down the stretch of the season or what? He played in the final game. Interesting. They were jockeying like for what, position still, though. How stupid are you to risk your star in the final games of the season when you already locked up a playoff spot? At that point, no, he's not playing in game one. It's already. A- I think he's. Not going to play in game How one. I'd have not? to double check. How could he not play? As of right now, last I heard, he's not playing. But I would say I'd have playing. to double check. If he does play, then he it makes Jason Kidd maybe look a little bit better. But still, to risk that, it's not it's not good. He has a strained left calf in the uh, regular season finale against the Spurs. Um, there's no timetable for his return right now. You're right. Um, I'm on Twitter watching the, the, the handles hoops providers, just like a basketball handle. 
and it's some big fat guy hooping outdoors all these dudes just hooping it and it says give this man a nickname i have to show you he's just like hitting everything he's making all these sick passes he's a big fat dude he's big but he's hooping bro love that okay did elon buy twitter yet no is he gonna buy twitter probably not i don't think uh why not i mean why would you want to sell I mean, forty billion—that's that's pretty uh, enticing offer. But why would you want to sell? Why would you want to sell? Um, lots of money, billions, and eighteen percent more than your stock is worth. You actually is worth. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, is Twitter built to last? I think so. Twitter is the ultimate. Twitter is what well, what survives the test of time. You know, opinions. No, no, no. Insta, Graham, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram They'll be around forever. Twitter. Instagram and Twitter. Why not Forget Facebook? Facebook? Facebook's already kind of ancient. Really? Um, Mark Zuckerberg's a weirdo, and uh, yeah, that's it. I don't think uh, TikTok. I don't think it's gonna last. TikTok. It'll be another. Yeah, you know, bad. It's a phase. You like know. the Vine. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be like that. Like Vine. What do you think over there, Mr. CU Boulder? On on the future of social media? Yeah. I, I think, uh, I disagree with Jake. TikTok is here to stay. It's Why? already being embraced by like the mainstream, especially the music industry, marketing. It has been designed. Isn't to be it just like Instagram with a little bit, you know, with just more of a specific purpose? Yeah, it's like Instagram with video, but it's like funny. It's more escapist. And like you see... It's taking over Instagram. Like Facebook is spending million. This is a news story. You can find articles on now. It's spending millions of dollars on, uh, uh, like, um, the people that like election firms, um, campaign firms, uh, to try and put out bad TikTok press about um how there's like punch your teacher trends and stuff. Um, so like Facebook understands <laughs> that it's eating, taking a massive bite out of their Instagram thing. Uh, Instagram market share, uh, and they are scrambling. That's why they're making reels. It's, yeah. it's not a fact. Yeah, JJ got called into the office um, because of this trend he blamed on TikTok where you punch your teacher. Oh, okay. It's just a challenge. You know, Zach's got a point because Facebook and Instagram are both doing their reels, and that's essentially a TikTok on another platform. So they're like, like you said, they're scrambling to try to stay in the game. Interesting. Okay. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. I promise you we'll talk about Russell Wilson's new house. You just got to remind me, Jake. 25 million. 25 million will tell you how many a car garage that gets you. You know what else we got to talk about? What? Celebrity drama. Oh. Oh, regarding who? I'll tell you on, on the, the other, other side. side. All right. Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Zach Seeger's hanging out as well. It's my life sport. Last night in the deep, let me tell you how. Cage the elephant. I'm sorry, what? Cage the elephant. 
Yeah, I knew that. 303-31-1340, the hotline and the text line. We appreciate you guys being with us. Uh, Dickie V is cancer-free. Did you see that? Got to ring that bell. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome, baby. With a capital A, you know? Congratulations. Is there another figure like Dick Vitale in other sports? No. Give me another figure like Dick Vitale in any sport. Bill Walton? No. No. Don Cherry? No. No. Chris Berman? Tommy. Mm, no. no. He's not the same. Like no, not at Dickie V level. No, there's see. there's nobody. Where it's like he is college basketball. You know what I mean? Shaq and Chuck. Uh maybe the inside the NBA crew has something there. There's something there we could talk about. They're iconic. You They're know. very iconic. They're just not one iconic individual. Right. Dipsy Doo Dunkaroo. You know? Diaper Dandy. And it's what incredible is is like he's been really pushing the the Jimmy V foundation oh, ever yeah. since you know Jimmy V passed. Mm-hmm. He kind of took over in all of that, and now he beat cancer, and it, it's showing that we're making monumental strides. He's got a glass eye. Medicine. Did you know that he has a glass eye? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's badass. That is badass, baby. <laughs> baby. You'll never look at him baby. the same. No, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna try to look. Yeah, find it directly into his eyes. Yeah, yeah. They they made a song after him. Actually, it goes, "Your eye, your eye, your eye." You know it? No. Oh, I get it. We got a text from our guy F. Lewis. He In said, "Your eye." <laughs> Uh, F. Lewis says maybe Sean Sedita could hook up Russell with Russell up with the house in Danny's he neighborhood. He could toss the ball around with a manual out in the street. <laughs> That'd be badass, actually. That would be badass. Give me the deets on this house. Oh, this uh, sure, this why not? Mansion, this <sighs> castle. Well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the. Okay. Russell Wilson and Sierra purchased their new home at 10 Cherry Hills Park Drive. Okay. Earlier this week for $25 million. Hey! Yeah! Straight cash, homie. The home has 20,000 square feet, okay? Has four bedrooms, 12 bathrooms, nine garage uh, spaces, a hot tub, a giant indoor pool, which I showed Jake. It was sweet, right? It's sweet. And this house last sold for in 2012, how much? 10 years ago, how much did this house for $25 Ten years ago, I'll say eleven million. Seven point five million. Wow. What? Not a bad little flip, right? Great flip. Wilson put his Washington State mansion on sale on Wednesday for thirty six million. 
that house had 11,000 square feet, six bedrooms and seven bathrooms. So he needed a little more space. You know, I'm like, I need like a little more space than that. Less bedrooms, though? Yeah. It's only got four bedrooms, this one. But I bet each bedroom's like Anna and Elsa's. Right. You know? It's got its own walk-in closet mm-hmm. with... Uh, each bedroom is like a master bedroom deluxe. Do you want to build a snowman? I mean, those rooms are huge. Anna and Elsa's have all the... You know, they build snowman and stuff in there. Yeah, you would know for sure. I mean, Watch I, that movie like 25 like, times. I, I heard... Like, from the dudes at the gym who have, you know, daughters and this stuff. Well, let's go out to the hotline. Get our guy, a mayhem icon, singer-songwriter, Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. T.O. Baby. What a do, baby. Yeah. Hey, so that's funny, Rob, the dick by cow. Mm-hmm. You remember when the Denver had the Final Four? Yeah. I, I drove the double-decker bus for the UNLV Pip No! Yeah. Double-decker? A wonderful experience. But Dick Vitale was on the bus, oh. and, and the governor of Nevada was on the bus, okay. and Danny Tarkanian. Tark? Yep. No, Danny. Oh, the he, son. He is. Yeah, yeah. But he was a point guard. Was he biting a, a towel? No, uh, the, the Tark always bit the towel, but yeah. he wasn't on the bus. Oh, okay. But Dick Vitale was, and he has this assistant, Mel Cooley. He's Mel Cooley. Mm-hmm. And he's always like, hey, do you know who this is? We got to go. You know, traffic jam is like, you know, mega. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we got to be somewhere. You know who this is? This is Dick Vitale. We got to be places. And Dick Vitale's like, hey, shut up. Leave him alone. He's doing the best he mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that was wild. We pull in the liquor store. And we went in and got a couple kegs, a couple cases, all this, like $800. And the liquor store closed lights and went home. No way. Yeah. That was the highlights of 91, 91 Duke against UNLV. Wow. That was that long ago? Yeah. I thought you were talking about when UConn was here like in the 90s and they wanted No, no, no. All right. That's badass. Hey, that badass. so... This uh, since Russell Wilson came to town, he's like taking over. Mm-hmm. He's the new he's the new Duke of Denver. Hey, but uh, his wife Ciara, mm-hmm. she's a musician or a singer. Yeah, you I ever work heard, with her? I never heard of her. I never heard of her. You never worked I with never her? Never heard any of that music. Does that make me like an idiot? No, no, it doesn't make you an idiot. Okay, I uh, like just, that. You know, you just fell through the cracks because you know you're usually pretty timeless with your music. You know, so I try to stay on top of them stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Akesha, yeah, love, mm-hmm. love Kesha. Okay, okay. So I know a little bit, but yeah. I never heard of Ciara. Don't but- stop making it hot. Okay, hey, uh, Chuck, that's good stuff, man. It just really is. Uh, hey, have man, a great weekend. I got a lot of stories, and I'm going to get them all out to okay. our fans. Millions of people listening. Hey, that, that guy, he's a, the best helper you ever had. Yeah, he's good. Right on, Zach. You're succinct when you pontificate on sports. Yeah, he's good. He's a well, hard charger. Helper there, Danny? Is that it's right? Zach. Ha, ha, ha.
Uh, all right, Chuck, good stuff, buddy. Uh, have a hey. great weekend. Call us next week, okay? Yeah, you guys have a great weekend. Thanks, buddy. Later. Peace. Peace out. So uh, we got some breaking news. Jake, stop the show! Paul George, due to health and safety protocols, will miss tonight's playing game against the New Orleans Pelicans. What? Oh, my. Because of COVID? Health and safety protocol. I mean, that's what that tells me. That guy is a bone master. Play in P has done it again. <laughs> okay, so Pelicans are kind of rolling. They lose tonight in uh, the Clippers lose tonight. Bad. They get whooped. Pelicans are playing great ball, and they got a lot of firepower right now. Plus, they got uh, Zion doing nothing, making 360 dunks uh, before the game, getting everybody pissed. Like, why aren't you doing that in the game? I like the Pelicans right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm about they to take put care some of money business. on it. Me too. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, let's put a parlay together. On, on the, the other side. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. Oh, it's uh, turn up. Okay. You won't get it. Hold on. It's Milky Chance. No. It's Glass Elephants. It's 22 Milky Glass Elephants. Just tell me, damn it. Sarah and the Sundays. Sarah and the Sundays? Yeah. Doesn't sound like a Sarah to me. You sure about that? Sarah and the Sundays. Okay. I don't want to get into the whole, you know, gender thing here. Danny and Jake, Smiley Sports. I guess I better stay moving on. I get out like Colorado. We had it up Who is it? Milky Chan. Let's go. 10.30 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us on a Friday edition of the program. We hope you guys have a really good weekend. we got a lot going this weekend. A little flag, a little baseball, Ray. Uh, Nuggets got there. I'm sorry. The Nuggets got They're at Golden State. The Cubs are in town. Beat the Rockies yesterday 5-2. to two. Uh, Kyle Freeland right away early in that game gave up. Uh, some hits and some runs, and they can never kind of come back and recover. I don't know what happened to Kyle Freeland. Man, he was really, really special for that season, but it's the mental hijinks of being a pitcher in Colorado. It's not easy. You got to have the right frame of mind, and it sucks that, you know, John Gray, a guy who wasn't a 20-game winner, but would have been a great, and it was a great 12 to 14 to 15 game winner. Probably one of the greatest pitchers in your franchise's history, as sad as that season. might sound. Eh, John Gray had an okay career. If you look oh, at the number, I, I thought you were talking about Freeland. Freeland oh, still. no, yeah, no. John Gray is a guy you should have kept around here who could pitch here, um, was a fan favorite, really kind of came up here, um, didn't cost you a lot of money. Yeah, that's it. It's disappointing. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. Yeah, Kyle Freeland, on the other hand, is, you know, he's done. I, I think he should just. I don't know what his deal I don't, is. I he's, don't think he should play for the Rockies anymore. 
Well, sometimes a, a fresh start, a breath of fresh air is what a guy, you know, kind of really needs. You get into a distant, a different system, a different atmosphere, different uh, guys getting in your head, different coaching philosophies will change a guy and make a guy's career. You know, baseball is a sport where you can go somewhere else and everything. CJ Crone was a Pirates um, kind of, you know, he wasn't even a has-been. He's, He's a, a never was. What? Maybe instead of, you know, screaming and yelling after you give up a home run, maybe you just go get better, dude. You don't have to show your frustrations. Like, like watch your profanity, bro. Um, Do the Rockies bounce back today? Yeah. Now that Freeland's not on the mound? <laughs> is Marquez on the mound? They only have two losses in the year. They're both from Freeland. Yeah. Get that man out of the rotation. You put him in the bullpen or to, you know, I would just <laughs> trade him to like the, the minors, Oakland dude. A's or somewhere for like their problem. You know what I yeah. mean? Trade him for something. I don't know, man. I'm not a go down with the ship guy. You got sometimes just best, best for both parties to kind of go their separate ways. Yeah, and, you know, Chris Bryant, you know, this is a series against his former team, so I think he's really going to want to show out. So I think this game today might be his breakout game. I could see a home run by Chris Bryant. So we remember the story on the Tom Brady final touchdown ball that sold at auction for over $500,000, right? Right. The Leland's is the auction house who had the ball up for uh, for auction. And it's one of the, one of the biggest, you know, auction houses. The $518,000 sale of the game ball used in the now unretired Tom Brady's final touchdown pass has been voided by mutual agreement between the buyer, the consigner, and the auction house. Okay? So he, you know, the unique nature of Brady's decision to return 40 days after he first announced his retirement was less than 24 hours after the auction closed. Um, no money was exchanged. So the agreement was simply nullified. Okay. The auction house said uh, we wanted to do the right thing here and that the balls consigner still plans to sell it privately through Leland's. I actually think the balls is still worth, probably three or four hundred thousand dollars what yeah no i do because now it's got a um history behind it yeah now it's got a novelty behind it this was now the, the ball's famous for being the ball that wasn't the final touchdown ball and i still think because of that it's worth a lot of money so maybe not the full 500 but i bet it's worth about half i bet that sells for mm, about I, half. I don't know about half i think maybe like 100k you think like 100k okay is it signed by brady um, I don't know. If it's signed, that that's a different story. I do not know if it's signed by Brady. I bet you it's not. Probably not. But we have a uh, another interesting story. The uh, Colts are signing Stephon Gilmore to a two-year, $23 million contract. Damn. The AFC is just so powerful. It's just like, it's going to be a wild ride. That Colts defense... Just got a little bit better. I mean, like the bad teams right now in the AFC are like the Colts and Colts. The, bad I team? mean, like the bad good teams, the, the Bengals and you know the Chargers. Those are good teams, but uh, as you know, as you're evaluating, 
Let me look at the green. Uh, the Patriots are kind of back in a lot of ways. The Dolphins will have a new look and think that they're competing for something next year. A lot of people will like Tennessee. I think their ship has kind of sailed, but um, the Browns. Look what the Browns are going to be. Are you kidding me? What are the Ravens going to be? What are the Steelers going to look like? Steelers probably down. Steelers probably a five, six win outfit next year as they try to find themselves the next guy. But, I mean, again, when the Steelers are one of your kind of worst teams in the division, I mean, the Raiders are one of the worst teams. Who? Besides the Jaguars. The Jaguars are the only clear-cut, like, poop team. Like, straight poop team. You know what I mean, right? Who's the next worst team? They're going to be a lot better this year than they were last year. The Jets. Yeah, the Jets are. I don't care about the Jets. I want to kiss you. The Jets are. Garbage. Garbage. There's a lot of bad teams in the NFC. Tons. Falcons. Panthers. I mean, like half of the whole, you know, the Saints NFC itself. probably going to be bad, too. Is, um, other than that one division. Oh, Texans are going to be awful in the AFC. Uh, here's good teams in the AFC. Bills, Patriots. Bengals, Browns, Ravens. Titans, Colts. Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. Okay. Here's elite teams in the NFC. The Cowboys, the Packers, Rams, the Bucks, Rams, 49ers, Cards. But then you got the Lions and the Seahawks, the Panthers, Saints, Falcons, uh, Giants, Washington football team. Who's coming out of the NFC? Probably the Rams again. You think? Uh, yeah. Either the Rams or the no, Bucks. No, no Von Miller? Von Miller's in the AFC. No Von Miller. The Rams are going to go back, I'm saying. And oh, yeah. Do all the same stuff. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. They added Bobby Wagner to the middle. and I I'm think... excited to see Trey Lance. Will we see Trey Lance? You think Garoppolo stays? Yeah. And starts? Yeah. I do, too. He stays and starts. If he stays, he starts. Well, he just... They work some kind of little combo platter out, but Garoppolo goes as far as he could kind of take him. And I'm cool with that. I mean, I don't know why they don't consider that anyways, because um, Garoppolo doesn't cost you enough money where you feel like you have to move on from him because you're paying Trey Lance so much. I I bet the combo of those two guys in their quarterback room is actually pretty feasible and reasonable. So, Um, yeah, man, Garoppolo is, they love him there. He's took them to a Super Bowl. Uh, they were good last year, and they were a team that uh, maybe could have any other team might have thrown in the towel, uh, considering the injuries and where, who, and what they were at a certain point. You feel me? Yeah. Well, I the 49ers took Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. Garoppolo didn't take the 49ers. To um, listen, there's no team. There's just very, very, very few teams, Jake. In the history of the league, had like a poop quarterback and made a run at a Super Bowl and went to a Super Bowl. Like the lowest in the level of those guys is like the Trent Dilfers and the Brad Johnsons and the Rex Grossmans. Jimmy G isn't a bad quarterback. No, no, he's you know, better he, than those guys. He's I think, actually. above average. In I don't want to say he's guys, good. Why people don't like Garoppolo is because he's not a thirty-five pass, you know, attempt a, a a game guy. He's literally just a game manager. And he throws interceptions in the Super Bowl with yeah. his eyes closed. Game manager, there's a tends to have a losing twang or association to 
a game manager. No. He's a winner. There's no losing Twang to being a game manager. Really? That's kind of the opposite. If you're a game manager, you do the bare minimum to win games. Or enough, just enough luckily, to lose games. Luckily for Maybe Jimmy G, he's played under Bill Belichick and Kyle Shanahan, two amazing coaches in the National Football League, and he's directly benefited from that for his entire career. Real quick, the NBA playing tournament where there are no sure things um, now has one sure thing when you're on FanDuel. The FanDuel Sportsbook, um, a official partner of the NBA. Check this, guys. Bet at least $20 in same-game parlays on FanDuel Sportsbook, and you'll get an instant bonus win or lose. That's right. Not only do you get to enjoy the NBA's best, duking it out for the right to advance in the playoffs, but FanDuel's giving all customers a bonus for getting in on the action. Oh, and the more you bet, the bigger your bonus. Okay. FanDuel is an official partner of the NBA. Their app is safe, easy to use, and you'll get your winnings very fast. I mean, like a matter of hours um, after you send uh, your withdrawal request, you'll have your money funded. Um, That's awesome. That's great. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code MHS to make every moment more so you... Don't just watch the NBA play-in tournament. Be a part of it. Bet at least $20 in same-game parlays and get an instant bonus win or lose. 21 and older, present in Colorado. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max bonus $100. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Let's go to break. Come back with one final segment. We'll have uh, a betting slip put together for you. Catch in with Zach for one last little tidbit. We'll see what he's got for us for the NFL weekend. Got a little bit a little bit more NFL news and notes stuff. And then we got to kind of make our final predictions on this Warriors and Nuggets series. It's happening. Warriors, Warriors come out and play it. Danny and Jake and Zach's Molly Sports. Yeah, Spider Man and Freezing full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Jake? I'm ready. You ready, Danny? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Take it down. Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of the week. On a football Friday edition of the program, it's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. And everybody's looking forward to the weekend, we're partying, partying, yeah! Yeah! Looking forward to the weekend, let's get it. Okay, so... Oh, final predictions for the Nuggets and the Warriors series. And then we'll talk about tonight's action as well. Do you know, why don't we make our series predictions for all of the series? Oh, oh. what do you think? Um, Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, then. Go. Nuggets, Warriors. This, uh, you guys have convinced me. Yes. I am taking the Nuggets in six. Yes. I think they can get it done, and like you said, if it goes to seven, uh, the Warriors might be able to get it done on their home floor. Okay. What do uh, you got? I got the Nuggets in six games. They're plus 22, plus 
225 outright betting if you really like him in this series. 100 will turn into 325. Not bad at all if you really believe in them. I don't know if I really believe in them or just um, in the really, you know, you should see my Nuggets collection type of stuff. You know, they're my team. They're my home team. I want it. I want it bad for these guys, and it's just kind of what it is. So uh, let me look at these other series here, okay? Uh, Brooklyn and Boston. That's a great, going to be a great series. Phenomenal. It's probably going to be the best series of the first round. Everyone wants to take the Celtics, and they're favored, and I get it because of how hot they were down the stretch. Um, actually, the second half of the season were maybe the best team in the NBA, to be honest with you, for as average as they were the first half. But playoff basketball is different. Tatum has to prove he can go toe-to-toe with Kevin Durant, and Jalen Brown has to find a way to keep up with Kyrie. I don't think the Celtics can do it. Give me the Nets. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's very um, convincing there. Okay. And especially because the Celtics, uh, Robert Williams had that uh, surgery on his knee, so he he's not going to be available for this series. That's a difference maker. That's a big horse for those guys. <laughs> Nets in six. Ooh, yeah, Nets in six for me too. Bulls, Bucks, uh, Bucks in five games. Bucks sweep. Bucks sweep. Bucks. I'm down. Sweep. Bucks sweep. Totally down with you. Um, here's my upset special. Oh, Raptors over the 76ers in seven games. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, that's right, Iceman. I am dangerous. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't think so. Um, it's possible, you know, uh, Thibault, he's not going to be playing in Toronto because of the, you know, vaccination status. Yeah. Um, so there's an opportunity for, for the Raptors to take both of their home games, but I still think Embiid and no Harden way. are too much. And I'm going to take the Sixers in six. Dang. Okay. Jazz Mavs. I'm taking the Jazz. If Lucas hurt at all, even slightly, then I got you got to take Utah, which are they're super heavy favorites. Uh, Dallas is plus two fifty, plus two fifty on a money line to win that series. So if you like Dallas, I mean, there's a tremendous value there. Timberwolves, Grizzlies. That should be a fun series. It'll be very fun. Anthony Edwards and John Morant are going to be going at it for you know this entire series. Uh, give me Memphis, but it's going to be. A tough, hard-fought match. Memphis is big favorites in this series. Give me Memphis, too. Memphis in, I'm going to say five. Okay. We uh, don't know the 1-8 matchup. No, we yet. don't yet. But uh, well, let's talk about tonight's games. I love the Pelicans. They're minus one and a half. After the news on Paul George, I thought they'd be having to cover maybe three or four points. That's going to move as people are realizing the Paul George stuff. And it'll be, that's a one and a half right now. Mark my words, that'll be a two and a half to three point cover for the Pelicans come game time. I think the Pelicans blow them out. The The Clippers couldn't even, they, they handled the Timberwolves, but that was solely because of Paul George. They stayed with them for most of the game. And then, you know, the fourth quarter was a debacle. I think the debacle. Pelicans got a lot of, you know, some of the same firepower that Minnesota does. Um, the Clippers got to kind of grind you and keep it close, and they're going to have to find a way to score some points. Without Paul George, they can't. Reggie Jackson goes for 25 in a loss. And I like the Hawks to cover the two points at the Cavaliers. The Cavs have been one of the worst teams in the NBA since the All-Star break. They're damaged goods, and without Jared Allen, they're not like dangerous and special. Give me Atlanta to cover the two points. I feel pretty good about these, actually, as well. 
to be honest with you. Yeah, I think those two bets, you know, Hawks and and uh, Pelicans is best bets of the day. Okay. And Cavs are on a free fall, and now Paul George. Just plain and simple. That's enough said. Okay. What else do you have? So I have a uh, a nice little two-legger on the Major League Baseball. Um, the first inning draw in the first couple games <laughs> of the day. I got Arizona. And- I got hosed on my first one <laughs> yesterday. Oh, yeah? My, yeah, my first first inning draw bet of the season I tried to add to beef up a parlay. Just ended my parlay before it ever even started because of Jake. No. Well, it's not your fault. Not I bet these fault. because of you, though. Yeah, but you got to pay attention on. Pelicans are down to minus one right now. No way. Yes. That's insane. Interesting. But, yeah, I got the first inning draw on the Diamondbacks-Mets game and also the Twins-Red Sox. I'm not betting baseball very well at the start of the season here. Uh, Diamondbacks-Mets, no score, you said? What? Did you say? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at uh, Andrew's parlay that he put together. What is it? Get on, Mike. Uh, Andrew, let me yeah. hear it. Uh, Yankees, Mets, and Dodgers, uh, which is Moneyline's parlay. Yankees, so that, Mets, Dodgers? Okay. Yankees. Mets and who else? Dodgers. Dodgers? Okay. I'm down with that. Uh, let me see what else I might like today. Uh, give me the Angels to cover minus uh, one and a half runs at plus 138. That's this evening. Um, the Tigers are playing some pretty good ball right now. Give me the Tigers plus money in the money line at the Royals. And got Marquez going against Stroman. Uh, I, I like Stroman. I wish Stroman was a Rocky. He's a guy who could have been a Rocky. Replace Kyle Freeland. Well, Stroman. he just could have been a Rocky. He's a guy who is attainable. I wish he's that a guy who doesn't cost you $30 million a season. Stroman probably deals today. Man, Kyle Freeland's playing like a real gomber right now. You're a gomber. You're actually like a couple of real gombers right now. All right, uh, Zach, real quick, what happens with the Nuggets here? I'm going Nuggets Nuggets and six. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they win it when they get back to Denver. They'll steal one of these in Golden State, Yeah, and they'll take care of home court. Game one is, if they're going to take one of these games, it's got to happen in game one where Steph either doesn't play or um, comes back and is some kind of, you know, two for 10 from three, you, you know, held down about 19 or 20 points on a lot of, sh- on 20 shots. Steph's going to play. I Tonight mean, or tomorrow night. You think that he's definitely going to play. I, I, I feel like since he came back to practice earlier in the week, I think it was on either Wednesday or Thursday, give him a couple days of practice well, and then I'm sure he'll be fine. Your bold prediction will carry over till next week before we'll know about it if you in fact Jamal Murray comes back for game 3. Game 3. That'd be great. Jamal. That would be awesome. That would be sick. But I think he's listed as doubtful for game 1. So he's not listed as out indefinitely. I think he's listed as doubtful. Would I almost rather him play game 1 because then by game 3 he might be able to get his footing back to be able to win game three and game four. Give him 10 to 15 minutes in game one. Oh, he could probably play 18 or 20 minutes, but once you start pushing 25, 28 minutes, is that's we got to shut him down. You know what I mean? I just, right. I'd play him off the bench in the first half. Okay. Like in the second unit in the first half. 
coming at the end of the first and playing a few minutes into the second and then probably shut him down until do the same thing, actually. Bring him in into the third period, into the third quarter, and maybe play him into the fourth, but not my big best minutes, but also you will need him for, you You know, you would need him to score some points, I think, you uh, against their really good second unit. It has a bunch of depth and talent. That's the whole show. That's the whole week. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Jake, great hair. Have a good weekend. Andrew and Anilo are next. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Or the big face, Rolly, I 